the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Biden says no troops to Ukraine. We have no intention of putting American forces or NATO forces in Ukraine. Bad economic news from the IMF. The U.S. is the world's largest economy, and the IMF predicted just a few months ago it would grow 5.2% in 2022. Now the IMF is downgrading that estimate. A change to the SAT. Students will still have to take the test at a monitored site or in school, but will be able to use their own laptops or be given one. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, January 26th. I'm Mike Scott. President Biden says no American troops will be moving into Ukraine. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. Even though 8,500 U.S. troops have been put on heightened alert because of Russian aggression, the president says... We have no intention of putting American forces or NATO forces in Ukraine. However, he may order some of them into Eastern Europe to reassure nervous NATO allies. And Mr. Biden is again warning Russia's Vladimir Putin not to invade. As I said, there are going to be serious economic consequences if he moves. Greg Clugston. Washington. Meanwhile, Ukraine's leaders are seeking to reassure the nation that a feared invasion from neighboring Russia is not imminent. Correspondent Charles de Ledesma has more. Those comments come even as officials acknowledge the threat is real and are prepared to accept a shipment of American military equipment to shore up their defences. Russia has denied its planning an assault, but it has massed an estimated 100,000 troops near Ukraine in recent weeks, leading the US and its NATO allies to rush to prepare for a possible war. Several rounds of high-stakes diplomacy last week failed to yield any breakthroughs. NATO says it's bolstering its deterrence in the Baltic Sea region, while the US has ordered 8,500 troops on higher alert. I'm Charles de Ledesma. The Kremlin says it's very concerned by Washington's decision to put 8,500 US troops on heightened alert because of fears of Russian aggression over Ukraine. While U.S. troops will not be deployed to Ukraine, the idea that they could be sent to countries that are members of NATO close to Russia, if, in the Pentagon's words, situations develop, is a worry for Russia. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Piskov clarified that it does not affect the diplomatic process. That, he said, depended on the U.S.'s written responses to Russia's demands, which include a guarantee that Ukraine will never be able to join NATO and that NATO troops would be removed from Russia's borders. The response is expected later this week. A plot to smuggle military-grade weapons and ammunition to a Mexican drug cartel is stopped. More from correspondent Tim McGuire. Six men are charged in a scheme to run military-grade guns and ammunition to a major Mexican drug cartel. 
Federal prosecutors say the plot included hundreds of thousands of rounds of legally available ammunition in Oregon and Nevada and some 10,000 armored-piercing 50 caliber incendiary rounds picked up in Arizona. There are also assault rifles and kits to assemble miniguns, which are six-barrel rotary machine guns capable of firing up to 6,000 rounds per minute. The plot, hatched in March of 2020, lasted about a year, and some items did make it to Mexico, the rest seized by authorities. The six are charged with conspiracy to violate federal export laws. I'm Tim McGuire. French President Emmanuel Macron says the situation in Burkina Faso appears to be calm, a day after the military seized power. The chorus of criticism is unlikely to have much effect on Burkina Faso's new military leaders. For now, they have popular support. Burkinabes were fed up with the old government, which they saw as venal and incapable of dealing with an intensifying Islamist insurgency. It's now the season for coups in Africa. Over the past 18 months, there have been two in Mali, one in Guinea, one in Chad and one in Sudan. That's BBC correspondent Mary Harper reporting. Pfizer has begun a study comparing its original COVID-19 vaccine with doses specially tweaked to match the Omicron variant. COVID-19 vaccine makers have been updating their shots in case global health authorities decide a change is needed. The Pfizer study will include 1,420 healthy adults. Most already are vaccinated and will get boosters of the Omicron-based vaccine or the original version. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. A new poll shows that a large majority of voters are pessimistic about financial prospects in 2022. Congressional correspondent Bernie Bennett has details. A Trafalgar group is releasing the results of a new national survey that finds that 75% of American voters believe their family's financial situation will stay the same or get worse in 2022. 41% say their financial situation will get worse. 33% say the financial situation will stay the same. And 25.5% of American voters believe their family's financial situation will get better in 2022. 89% of Republican voters believe their family's financial situation will stay the same or get worse. 60% of Democrat voters believe that their family's situation will stay the same or get worse. Bernie Bennett reporting. Republicans in Georgia have introduced a bill prohibiting the delivery of abortion pills by mail. Correspondent Shelley Adler reports. GOP lawmakers in Georgia want anyone who wants to use abortion pills to visit a doctor in advance and then return to pick up the pills. Senate Bill 351 would also require physicians to perform a physical exam, including an ultrasound, and get a patient to sign an extensive consent form 24 hours in advance of giving out the pills. The measure is a response to the FDA's decision last month that changed a federal rule that had required women to pick up the medication in person. I'm Shelley Antler. British police have launched an investigation into whether parties held at Prime Minister Boris Johnson's official residence breach coronavirus lockdown regulations. One of the reasons why this sort of resonates a bit like the way in which the, the stories about his staff partying when, when the, the night before we saw that image of the Queen all on her own is that it, it has people saying, well, what was my experience like? And so people think about not being able to go to loved ones' funerals, cancelling weddings. And this is one of those where people will be saying, well, I seem to remember my birthday in 2020. There was no cake. 
I mean, the opinion polls suggest to me, and all the anecdotal evidence suggests, that actually people have made up their mind about this stuff. Former U.S. Senator David Perdue of Georgia has tested positive for COVID-19. Bob Agnew reports. Purdue, challenging Governor Brian Kemp in a hotly contested GOP primary, has been vaccinated and received the booster shot. Yet his campaign has announced he tested positive this week during routine COVID-19 testing. The campaign says Purdue, who lost his seat in 2020 to Democrat John Ossoff, was showing no symptoms of infection. Purdue enjoys the endorsement of former President Donald Trump. Winner of the GOP primary will likely face off against Democrat Stacey Abrams in the general election. Bob Agnew reporting. National Monetary Fund is slashing its forecast for the world economy in 2022. Correspondent Rita Foley reports. The U.S. is the world's largest economy, and the IMF predicted just a few months ago it would grow 5.2% in 2022. Now the IMF is downgrading that estimate to 4%. It expects the world economy as a whole to do a little better, 4.4% in 2022. But that's down from the prediction of 4.9%. Blame COVID, higher energy prices, and an uptick in inflation, among other things. I'm Rita Foley. Raging inflation and the coronavirus are putting Americans in a somewhat less optimistic frame of mind. That's reflected in the conference board's latest readout on consumer confidence. The board's consumer confidence index slid a couple of points this month. The index takes into account consumers' assessment of current conditions as well as their outlook for the future. Consumer confidence is closely watched as consumer spending is a key driver of the U.S. economy. Correspondent Rich Thomason. General Motors says it's making the largest investment in company history expanding electric vehicle and battery manufacturing in its home state of Michigan. Correspondent Jennifer King has more. At a news conference at Michigan State Capitol, CEO Mary Barra said GM will convert and expand their Orion Township Assembly Factory to make electric pickup trucks, build its third U.S. battery cell plant in Lansing, and invest in upgrades at two other plants. We'll invest more than $7 billion across four Michigan manufacturing sites, creating 4,000 jobs. The move is a win for Michigan, which lost out on $11 billion in investment when Ford Motor Company chose Tennessee and Kentucky for three battery plants and a vehicle assembly plant. Governor Gretchen Whitmer says she's thrilled. This is about being made in Michigan. This is about the epicenter of electric vehicles. I'm Jennifer King. The government is warning a computer chip shortage could shut down factories. Ed Donahue reports. The Commerce Department says companies that use semiconductors are down to less than five days of inventory, a sharp drop from 40 days in 2019. Chips used to produce automobiles and medical devices are especially scarce. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo says the supply chain for semiconductors remains fragile. The Biden administration is calling on Congress to pass stalled legislation that would provide $52 billion for domestic semiconductor production. Chip shortages have disrupted car production during the pandemic, raising prices. Still, it would take years for semiconductor factories to begin operation. Ed Donahue, Washington. The SAT exam will move from paper and pencil to a digital format. Correspondent Julie Walker reports. 
The College Board says the shift is meant to boost the SAT's relevancy in an increasingly test-optional college admissions landscape. Students will still have to take the test at a monitored site or in school, but will be able to use their own laptops or be given one. They will also be able to use a calculator, and the test will be shorter, two hours instead of three. The format change is scheduled to roll out internationally next year and in the U.S. in 2024. Julie Walker, New York. Nearly two dozen sailors on an Australian ship going to deliver aid to Tonga are now infected with the coronavirus. This incident raises fears that those sailors could bring COVID-19 to a nation that has so far avoided any outbreaks. Australian officials say they're working with Tongans to keep that ship at sea and make sure there is no threat. Tongan authorities fear that accepting international aid could usher in a bigger disaster than the recent undersea volcanic eruption. That eruption triggered a tsunami that destroyed homes and tainted drinking water with volcanic ash. That's correspondent Andrew Stewart reporting. The eruption also severed the single fiber optic cable that helps the island nation communicate with the outside world. And finally, someone treated the movie Weekend at Bernie's like an educational film. Correspondent Jason Walker explains. There are some things in life so strange you might think it's a hoax, but this is a true story. Police in the community of Carlow, Ireland, say a young man went into a post office last Friday saying he wanted to help an older person to collect his pension. Clerks told the man the recipient had to come in in person. Later, the young man and a buddy dragged a dead man into the post office. When a clerk started to question, them, they suddenly fled and left the deceased behind. Authorities still searching for those two. Jason Walker reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.